This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Welcome back. Well, we now turn to a subject that is important for your health. I'm here with our trusted contributor, John Papasturgio from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, and he is here to take your calls and questions. The numbers, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And we are going to talk about something everybody struggles with one way or another at some point or another, and that is weight whether you're worried about losing it or gaining it. And as we age, weight management can become even more of a challenge. From slowing metabolisms to medications that drive weight up or down, it can be hard to know where to turn for help and what to do. So your local pharmacy is a good first stop. Pharmacist John Papasturgio, welcome and thanks for joining us. It's great to be back, Libby. So what can you do for somebody who's having uh, weight issues? I would assume that most issues have to do with uh, trying to lose weight as opposed to trying to gain it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a healthcare, a pharmacists as healthcare providers, we've gotten very involved in health promotion, right? And one of the areas uh, you mentioned we all struggle with is uh, weight gain. So really it's about, you know, addressing those lifestyle factors that are contributing to the weight gain. You know, diet and exercise is so important. And then helping patients understand what the long-term risks are. So we know with, you know, um, people that are overweight, the risk for hypertension or high blood pressure goes up, their cholesterol levels are higher. And, you know, those things tend to, to result in, you know, down the line and, you know, increasing your risk for heart attacks and strokes, which... Uh, diabetes. Can, diabetes as well, you know. So uh, obesity in general is a risk factor for many, many other, you know, you know chronic uh, conditions that can become very serious. We know if you look at statistics, uh, they say almost 40% of the population over 18 is overweight, you know, and 13% is obese. These are huge, staggering numbers. And I think a lot of it has to do with the North American diet. A lot, a lot of it has to do with the lack of exercise, right? But, uh, um, you know, as pharmacists, I think we're trained to help in this area, not only around the medications that are involved in managing uh, weight loss, but also, you know, the lifestyle changes. They're very, very important. Uh, yeah, I want to ask about that because, you know, I think that most people kind of know what a healthy diet is uh, and they know they should exercise, but it's very, very difficult to do. That's the thing. I mean, we're all very busy. You know, you get your family, your your career, and it's really about – you know, it is a change in mindset and a lifestyle change. It's, I think you're right. I think people know. People know they shouldn't smoke, right? They know that, you know, they they should have a, a diet that's high in, uh, you know, fruits and vegetables, high in fiber, low in saturated fats. But 
uh, do they do that? No. And and uh, it's really about changing their you know their mindset. I don't know if if you noticed, uh, Libby. I walked in. I'm I'm down about six pounds. I oh. joined, yeah. I, joined. I was actually wondering about that because yeah, yeah, I was you, thinking, yeah, you do you look a little the new slimmer. Physique. Yeah. No. So I, I I joined a new gym, and you know what I learned during this experience. So I had always been working out, but I'd been doing it on my own, right? So I was go, but you know you get busy, you miss a session. So I I joined this gym in in Vaughan, uh, and and they specialize in in personal training. So what I needed, so the lifestyle change I needed to do was actually have someone help me. So I have a personal trainer now. His name's Dominic. And he, what he does is he, you know, I make appointments with him. I have to go. You feel or, bad about Or you're going it. to be charged if you don't Yeah, you're going to be charged. And he's, he sends me text messages. He says, where are you? He knows I travel a lot. Have you gone to the gym? You know, it's uh, pure motivation fitness. But it's a, you know, for me, that's what I needed to do. I needed to have someone help me do that. So hopefully I could keep it up. But I mean, it really is individualized and coming up with an individual plan, right? And for everyone, that means something different, right? It's, it's interesting. You know, you talk about exercise because I missed a few days. So uh, as soon as I started doing this show, um, it cut into things a bit. So I find the best thing is to make it a habit. Sure. And I have, uh, uh, you know, I do exercise mostly so I can play sports because I get kind of injured. But but uh, I make it a habit. I have videos. They're only like 25 minutes long. And it's the, the time is that in between the phone call to Jane Brown and the phone call to uh, Michelle, who is producing today, or Dave Woodard, who usually produces, I do that video. That's right. And that gets my exercise done. And it's just, it's it's like whatever you know, it's it's well, like whatever it, yeah. else you have to do, like taking your pill or whatever it is. So for me, it's a, as long as I get it in my calendar, I'll do it. If I don't, I won't. And and you know, when we're talking about how much time is required, it's not a huge amount of time, right? So generally, what we say is if you're able to do at least at least thirty minutes three times a week, that's pretty good. That dramatically it decreases your risk for diabetes, heart disease, stroke, all those things. So it's not we're not talking about huge amounts of time. I mean, we're watching the Olympics down. We see these Olympians. They spend a ton amount of time on, on, on fitness. But for the average person, it's not that much. I heard a stat that I thought was very interesting. Even by walking just 20 minutes a day, just walking. So if yeah. you added 20 minutes a day to your routine of just walking around, by the end of the year, you would lose 16 pounds. That's dramatic, right? I, so, I, I'm not sure I believe that. But that, I know even 15 minutes of exercise has benefits because... I mean, there was something recently and uh, debunking the amount of calories you burn doing exercise. And even quite strenuous exercise does not burn as many calories as, you know, we thought. But the, the advantage is, uh, you know, it's, it's just adding something that you weren't doing before. And that's what we're trying to get these patients to do. So if you don't walk, try to walk. Even simple things. If you like pop, switch to diet, right? You'd be surprised just switching from regular pop to diet pop. Uh, not that diet pop's, pop's great for you. Diet pop is bad for you That's right. <laughs> but just the, the, the reducing that amount of sugar for those People that uh, drink pop will make a dramatic improvement in the amount of weight they That's lose. That's so. just about the, you know, one of the worst things you can do in your diet yeah, is yeah. drinking no, pop. I know, but we have a lot of people that drink pop, right? A I lot. know people who are addicted to Coca-Cola. It's oh, really... absolutely. Like, I mean, hey, listen, I'm in retail sales as well. I see the sales of it, right? So, I mean, if you had to pick a choice, you want the lower calorie alternative. Ideally, you switch to water, flavored water, or, or, or you know, carbonated water. That'd be even a better choice. But for some patients, it's just making, you know, those minor things like 
switching from, you know, white bread to whole wheat, like really little things uh, if they're not willing to make dramatic changes. And that's the role we play as pharmacists sometimes is just trying to work with that individual and coming up with a very individualized plan for those patients. But um, not everyone's going to do, you know, 60 minutes of a workout each day. It's just not going to happen. So what could we do to make them improve their overall health? Yeah. Um, I'm here with pharmacist John Papasturgio, a trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. We're talking about weight loss and how your pharmacist can help you with that. There's also an issue of weight gain. Some people, especially older people, have trouble keeping weight on. That's another thing we're going to touch on. Uh, but John will take uh, your questions on any issue uh, that is for your pharmacist, uh, the numbers to call are 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And John, what do you typically do with patients? Do you, Is it counseling? Yeah, a lot of the time it's counseling. I mean, we're a good resource. Uh, people, uh, patients are in the stores, in the pharmacies. So they see, you know, we're an accessible healthcare provider. So they'll come and ask questions. I get a ton of questions around kind of the herbal homeopathic products for weight loss, right? Uh-huh. And I caution patients, you got to be very, very careful, right? If you really look, and there's a ton of these diet products out there, or weight loss products. The vast majority of them, if you look at the ingredients, they have one of three things. They'll have either a lot of caffeine in it, a lot of ginseng, or uh, most of the ephedrine has been removed from these products, but derivatives of ephedrine. Although those are stimulants, right? So they're stimulating your metabolism. They're not really doing anything. They stimulate your heart rate. The minute you stop using them, you're going to go back to where you were, right? So Don't I Don't a lot of them just kind of... Uh give you diarrhea or, or that or the the other option is uh, you'll find like senna containing laxatives right in those mm-hmm. products so they're they're herbal laxatives will try to make you go to the bathroom more frequently they're not a good idea i don't tend to recommend them if you want to lose uh, weight i think uh, like you said it's we understand what we have to do it's just the, the the old-fashioned harder way exercise and diet and it may be in small steps but those products generally i don't find they're great ideas uh, but there are things over the counter that can help. Fiber, I think if you, you take a fiber supplement, increase fiber in your diet, that's pretty good and that'll help. Okay, uh, let's take a call before we take a break. We've got Ida in Mississauga. Hello, Ida. Hi. How are you? Mm-hmm. I'm not too bad. How are you? Fine, thanks. Um, I was diagnosed with uh, pancreatic cancer like a dozen years ago. Wow. I lost um, 45 pounds. Wow. Um, couldn't uh, recoup. One day, you know, after when they discovered, no, I didn't have it. One day, I was sitting out in a uh, hot summer, had a bottle of beer, and boom, had an appetite. And I find that if I drink, bad excuse, but if I drink... I will want to eat. If I don't drink, and I'm, when I'm speaking drinking, I'm speaking alcohol. Yep. Um, you don't, well, you know what? Alcohol. I don't eat. Uh, uh, like when I drink alcohol, anything like wine or whatever, then I want to eat. You got to remember, alcohol is very high in calories as well, right? So yeah. that may yeah, be contributing but, uh, to the. Aren't they yeah. kind of like, um, uh, not good calories. 
No, yeah, absolutely not good calories. Not good calories. Yeah. And, you know, it loosens your inhibitions. That's right. And one of your inhibitions, if you might be having a little self-control when it comes to eating, you know, if you're going to drink, like maybe that'll go uh, by the absolutely. wayside. Yeah, I, I generally wouldn't recommend drinking as a way to gain, put on weight. I mean, there's better, safer ways to do that. I mean, you know, there's the, you know, there's been a lot of talk around marijuana in the media, right? This is one of the, the clinical yep. benefits of marijuana is that we know it helps, uh, especially cancer patients, put yep. on weight, right? And that's well, one, yes, one of the well-documented I've tried benefits. that, but it doesn't work for me. Like, I don't like it. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. there's. Uh, have you ever tried Boost or Insure? These are nutritional yeah, oh, supplements. Well, for sure, I haven't tried Insure. Has it helped at all? No. Well, I I got to the point that I didn't like it. You know, I was in the hospital for a long time, and they were giving it to me, and I wasn't drinking it. And then I started buying it and trying to drink yeah, it, and it didn't, didn't, didn't. I've heard that a lot. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of flavor, so people get bored of it. Part too. of my weight back, but. I just can't. I notice I'm losing again. Uh, can I ask uh, how old you are? 71. Yeah, it, it, it can be a problem as people get older. Uh, it's a very common problem. As you get older, you know, you, you start to lose uh, weight and more importantly, muscle mass uh, normally as well, right? So <laughs> this is where these nutritional products uh, to help gain weight are very important. Uh, there's protein powders that are available as well and weight gainers that may help. I mean, I generally wouldn't recommend alcohol as a way to gain weight, uh, uh, but... Uh, you know, it is important to put on some it. weight, so hopefully you can find another way to stimulate your appetite. Yep. Just stick to protein. Ida, thanks a lot for your call. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome back. I am here with our trusted contributor, John Papasturgio from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. We're talking about weight loss, weight gain. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And uh, John will answer any of your other questions about pharmaceuticals if you have them. Now, John, you mentioned uh, that a lot of people have trouble with kind of a soft drink or a Coke addiction. Uh, isn't drinking uh, maybe more water than usual, isn't, doesn't that help you lose weight? Absolutely. That's one of the things we haven't talked about, increasing the amount of water you drink. And generally, people don't drink enough water throughout the day. Not only does it make you feel full, it keeps you hydrated, you know, your skin is better. Overall, your organs work better, your kidneys. Uh, um, that's one of the easy things you could do in your diet to make you feel better and, and help lose weight. So, yeah, definitely uh, uh, something you could do. And uh, uh, for some reason, people don't like drinking a lot of water. I find that odd as well, but they just don't do it. So it's one of the, the recommendations we do make as pharmacists all the time. And people are often confused. So how much is the right amount? Because I remember we used to say Eight, uh, eight liters, liters. Yeah, it was eight and liters. that seemed a little excessive. I think it's still, but that's still the recommendation. Eight liters a day to me that seems like a lot when I, you know, when I, uh, when you think about it. But generally, what I tell patients is just start adding it very frequently into your diet. So, uh, you know, the idea is if you're actually thirsty, you're already dehydrated, right? So you should never really be thirsty. So, uh, you and know, especially uh, might I add in this weather, it is. 
really, really important. Really important, extremely dangerous. It's easy to get, uh, you know, dehydrated, to get uh, heat stroke out there if you're not drinking enough water, especially if you're outdoors playing sports or even working outdoors. It's one of the things you have to do. On Sunday, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, it's been so hot out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you're out and about, know something you definitely got to do. And if you, if you do feel like flush or faint, get indoors, get in the AC and drink as much water as you can. Try to cool down quickly. Yeah, or maybe even apple juice or something apple like juice, that. Apple juice, yeah, anything just to keep yourself hydrated for sure. Okay, so you're not a fan of these weight loss supplements? No, there are. And one of the things we haven't talked about, there are a couple of prescription medications that are used for weight loss. Generally, they're not for someone that says, I want to lose five pounds. These are for more of the severely obese, morbidly obese patients that were trying to do anything to get them to lose weight. You may have heard of them. There's a drug called Xenical that's available. It's still available. What that does, the way it works is it, uh, it reduces fat absorption for your diet. So every time you have a meal, especially a fatty meal, you're supposed to take one. And then what happens is the fat doesn't get absorbed. You just kind of get rid of it, right? Um, they're not amazing drugs by any means. You could lose, uh, you know, uh, depending on, on your diet, you could lose, you know, five or six pounds doing it. But it's not going to get you into incredible shape. Generally, they're, like I said, reserved for the more severe cases. So so how uh, overweight would somebody have to be before the doctor would agree to give them that? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the doctor, to be honest with oh. you. But, you know, if you're, if you're uh, classified as obese, so uh, uh, I think if your, body, if your body fat percentage is over like 30% or something, they may, they may consider it. But, uh, um, again, it's, uh, it varies and it depends on the doctor and the patient and what they want to try to achieve. There's actually another medication as well. It's called Victoria. It's an injection. It's actually a medication that's used for diabetes. And uh, what they found that it does work for weight loss as well. And uh, it does have that indication now. So I do have patients that are using that for weight loss. But again, it's, you know, multiple patients with multiple risk factors. They're overweight and they've been trying and can't, uh, you know, can't lose the weight. Uh, it may be something you want to consider. But these are kind of more dramatic steps in your in your plan, I guess. And, and uh, for that injection, presumably... You would have had to show your doctor that you tried a whole bunch of other things before they'd say Yeah, I think most of the physicians are very reluctant to just prescribe a medication like that to someone that's just trying to lose a little bit of weight. I think we're we're talking about more severe cases. These are the same uh, patients that are candidates for, you know, gastric bypass surgery and some of these other things. So they they may try something like this before they go that route. But uh, again, not for the person that's just mildly overweight. It's it's more for the, the chronically obese. I have to say it's the one thing I've seen that surgery that works works it works really well i mean uh, i've had a few patients in my practice that have done it they've lost a lot of weight i've also seen uh, patients that have done it lost a lot of weight but then gained the weight back uh, yeah. and they're they're unfortunately that can happen especially uh, uh patients that start uh, you know drinking high calorie drinks like we mentioned pop and milkshakes and a lot of these things there's uh there's unfortunately it's not uh, you do have to make a lifestyle change even with the surgery as well right or in the long term you run the risk of gaining the weight back yeah does does that happen because you know it makes your stomach smaller but you can gradually stretch it absolutely back. your your stomach could gradually grow again and uh, there's ways that you could take you know in some of these patients uh, there's high calorie alternatives that 
that don't require a big stomach. And there's, like we said, high-calorie drinks. People do drinks. that? Absolutely. And that's what we've heard cases of that, right? So they they drink their way through the band, right? That's essentially what happens. But, wow. uh, yeah, it's it, I mean, it's, it's not common, but it can happen. But I think what we should learn is that, yeah, it's a great treatment modality. It's there. It will work. But, again, if you're not going to take the time to make the lifestyle changes consciously – you run the risk of gaining the weight back. It's not It's not a definitive cure. It's, it's interesting. You know, there was a, a survey of, you know, that reality show, The Biggest Loser. <laughs> yep. And people lost vast amount of weight on it. And they checked them after seven or eight years and all but one had gained the weight back, back or yeah. more. And that is heartbreaking. But the reason for that, I gather, is that if you keep dieting, your metabolism slows down. Absolutely. That's part of it. And, uh, you know, uh, there's different types of body types, you know, those ectomorphs, endomorphs, and, and depending on the type of body type you are, you've got a set point in your metabolism and it's very difficult to get beyond that or lower that, you know, uh, or increase that rate of metabolism, right? So you could lower your weight. Um, so you're right. Long term, even if we look at the evidence around weight loss kind of uh, uh, plans, many and many of these patients will end up putting the weight back, right? It really is, it, it takes a dramatic change, a commitment. Um, a lot of patients will get to their target weight and what happens once they get there, all that effort they put into getting to that weight, they start letting it slide a little bit, right? They go to the gym a little less often. They start going back to their old diet. And before you know it, that weight has been put on. And it's actually very easy to even put on more weight at that point. So, um, yeah, it's a long-term thing. One of the things I recommend to my patients, your goal should be one pound a, uh, a week, no more than that. Yeah, right? you have to lose weight Slowly. Slowly. Uh, and these guys on Biggest Loser, they lose weight very, very quickly, right? And the reality is it's very difficult to sustain that type of weight loss. Okay. Let's talk to Remy in Toronto. Hi, Remy. Hi. How are I you? a quick question. Uh, is juicing uh, going to help in the weight loss? Juice, did you say? Using juicing. what? Juicing uh, fruits and... Uh, well, yeah, vegetables like vegetables combined. Well, fruits and vegetables are a great thing to add to your diet. Juice, you have to be very, very careful with, right? Because juice has a lot of sugar in it, right? So, are you talking about juicing, like just making these into juice yourself? Yes, yes, exactly. Because I, I just bought a juicer actually, and but I'm I'm a bit concerned about sugar on fruits. So. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, uh, you know, one of the things I do in my new plan is I have a smoothie every morning. But what I try to put in the smoothie is more vegetables than fruits, right? Fruits have a lot of sugar. Obviously, uh, you, you could put some fruits in there to add the taste. But um, uh, juice in general has a lot of sugar in it, right? Well, that's prepared juice. Prepared juice, But yeah. there's isn't there a difference between natural sugar in a fruit and added, like, the, all the crap uh, sugar? Yeah, absolutely there's a difference. But uh, that being said, pure glucose in large amounts, and some of these juices have large amounts of sugar in them, you've got to watch how much of it you drink. If you're making it yourself, like you mentioned, yeah, absolutely, you could add a fruit in there, but I'd try to add some vegetables as well because the vegetables will give you added benefit with the fiber. Remy, have you ever tried juicing vegetables? You know what? I just bought the juicer. So that, uh, uh, it's perfect timing that your topic is about weight uh, yeah. loss. And that's what I am aiming for now. 
because my doctor is uh, measuring my waistline, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, it, it's great that you brought that up because one of the biggest indicators, you know, the concerns is that, that waist circumference. As that circumference starts getting bigger and it's not your belt line, it's the waistline. Yeah. That's that really increases your risk. That central obesity for diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, all those problems. So I think you're doing the right thing. It's absolutely fine to juice. Try to limit the the amount of fruits. Try to add a little bit more vegetable. But overall, I think you're on the right track. Hopefully, it works for you. That's exactly what I am planning. That's great. And uh, also, I am uh, also including exercise as soon as I wake up. Good for you. Yeah. yeah, it seems like you got a plan. Let's see how it goes. Call us back. Let us know how you uh, how you go in a few months. <laughs> yes, thank you. Okay, thank you, Remy. Uh, welcome. Is it uh, is it better to eat a fruit whole than to juice it? Um, I don't know if there's that much of a difference. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think generally as a rule of thumb, in most diets, you're okay, it's okay to have as many fruits and vegetables as you can. Like no one really limits that. Um, as long as you're not adding anything to the, the juicing, like people will make juice and then add things like uh, sugar, aspartame, all that stuff, um, I would try to avoid that. But I think it's okay to do either, to be honest. Okay, because I know that there uh, – what was the name of a, a doctor, a famous doctor who said that juicing may not be great, that you lose nutrients? Yeah, you could break down some of the nutri- nutrients maybe in the process as well. But, I mean, we're talking about a situation where hopefully – Patients are adding this to their diet, whereas they weren't having any fruits or vegetables before, right? Uh, I think in general, though, you may be right. When you start crushing some of these things down, you may be breaking down some of the the beneficial components. But I think overall, you're better off to to have those fruits and vegetables than not One way or another. The the other question I have about it, though, I mean, this is – I've had uh, times in my life where I struggle with my weight a bit. And um, I always – prefer to eat my calories than to drink them. It makes you feel more full. Is full. that a general? Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the, the things with drinking, right? Like, I mean, if you're, if you're eating a well-balanced diet, it's going to keep you full for longer. One of the things they say is try to eat slowly, right? Uh, the, the, Good the, luck with the, that. Yeah, the slower <laughs> you eat, it gives your, your brain a chance to, to feel full. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, absolutely. Especially if uh, when we're talking about high-calorie drinks, you could drink quite a bit, not feel full, and, but you'll get a lot of calories out of it, right? Okay, we only have a few seconds left. Anything you want to leave yeah, us with, Yeah, I just John? wanted to say, just because we're talking about the pharmacist's perspective, there are drugs out there that cause weight gain as well, and we didn't really talk about that. Some of the antidepressants, anti-psych meds, um, if you have a concern about that, talk to your pharmacist because uh, there may be things that we could do to try to address those issues. Okay, well, maybe you come back and we talk about, talk those, about those. Ne- next time. John Papasturgio, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. As always, thank you so much for that. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.